Welcome to True Truths and Tidbits, Life with Melinda. Each week, I will share with you my true, transparent truths. I have learned over the years that the best way to help yourself and others to overcome is by being honest. My hope for you, my friend, is that you will discover your own true truths on this journey with me. Sit back and relax because our journey begins together right now. It's Wednesday. Come on in. It's Melinda. I am so glad that you're back with me for yet another episode of True Truths and Tidbits Life with Melinda. Today, it is two days away from Christmas and we are just over more than a week away from 2021. And we all know that 2020 has brought much change for everyone. So today we're going to talk about it as well. And also I would like to dedicate this episode to my amazing, beautiful, wonderful, loving, inspiring, bratty baby sister, Jessica. And I'm dedicating this to her today because She has been my amazing bratty baby sister for the past 10 years. We attend church together. And one um, afternoon, her mom was speaking at a women's conference at our church. And I had never heard anyone speak so transparent before. So afterwards, being new and I really didn't know a whole lot of people, I decided to go introduce myself to her mom. And in the background... It was Jessica, and she came up to me with her million-dollar smile and extended her hand and said, Hey, I'm Jessica. You're new here. And I'm like, Yes, I am new here. And from that moment on, she has been my amazing bratty baby sister. And one thing I have learned from Jessica over these past 10 years, because she's a mom of four, She is a dedicated wife to a minister. She is all around, always finding the good in everything, even when I don't want to find good, you know? Sometimes I just want to sulk and be like, no, that just sucks, you know? I don't need an explanation or trying to find the good. It just sucks. So let me just sulk. And let me just sit here and let me just, you know, be miserable. But Jessica, when you're around her, you you can't find that. And I'm not saying she's a saint or she walks on the water or anything like that. She has a life. She has four sons, okay? So you figure. And she's also a wife. And she works full-time in the school system. But Jessica is the type of person that she has taught me with my experiences that I go through with my children, with my family, uh, with my ministry, the Bethany Project, and anything in between, especially with myself, I can send her a message and be like, Jessica, I need a date. And she works it out and we sit and we talk for hours, being that we message every day, you know, 
But yet it's something when we come together that, you know, my not knowing and her will to thrive when it comes together, it's like a cataclysmic experience. And Jessica is the one, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what season of life I'm in, no matter what it is, no matter what crazy idea that I have, because I'm a dreamer and I like to imagine. So I'm always coming up with things. And no matter what, Jessica is always there to give her input, her advice. But most importantly, she's always there to encourage me. And I want to say that I do the same for her, but this isn't about me today. This is about, this is about Jessica and this is my true truths about her. So there's a story that I really like and story is kind of like, I don't like using story when I'm talking about Bible, but you know, it just, it explains what I'm trying to say. It's found in second Kings and it's about the Shulamite um, woman and she had a husband that was kind of up in age. And then there was a man of God that always came through town. And when he came through town, you know, he always stayed with them. She made provisions. And so she asked her husband if they could build a room because she just knew it was something about this man. He was like a man of God. So she, her husband agreed. And when he came back through, they had a room prepared just for him. In his way of thinking them, he, you know, kind of asked her, like, what is it that you need? Like, what do you do? And he kind of noticed she she didn't have a child. So he told her, you know what? This time next year, you're going to be having, holding a little boy in your hands. And she's like, yo, look, I didn't ask you for nothing. I know you a man of God. And, you know, so it's something about you. So you chill. And, you know, my way of life, we respect the men of God. So we gave you a place. But don't come giving me no promise that you can't keep because I am content in my season of life. And he said, no, you know, I know you didn't ask for this, but this is what you're going to get. And lo and behold, a year later, there she was holding this son in her hand. Time passed. The child grows older. And we really don't know how old he is. He just one day, he was out in the fields with his dad, and he started complaining about my head, my head, my head. Me being a nurse, and I like to assess everybody I see. Sorry, can't help it. It's part of the oath I took to become a nurse, you know, to help save the world. So, I want to think he probably had an aneurysm. So, they took him home, and when they took him home, the child died. And... The strength of this lady, and I don't, sometimes we get strength confused with faith, because sometimes you can just be strong in your faith. You know, this man of God, I told him I didn't need nothing, he gave me this child. So, she put the child, of all places, in the man of God's bed. She got her servants to get her stuff together, and what did she do? She went looking for the person who gave her the promise that she didn't ask for in the first place. So she goes and he sees her uh, afar off and he sends his servant out to ask her, you know, ask her um, when you see her, is she well? Is her husband well? Is the child well? And you know what she replied? It is well. It 
is well. And when she finally got to him, she let him know. You know, I told you I didn't need nothing. You know, I was content in life, going about my way, looking forward to your visits when you come by, you know, being a Judas man of God. I told you don't give me nothing. And then you didn't give me this and now what has happened? So they go back and lo and behold, as it would happen, he did these things. And if you want to find out what he did, go ahead and read, read 2 Kings chapter 4. And the things that he did, and this child came back to life. Now, you might say, it is well. Look, chick, do you see this year we're living in? It is 2020. We have been stockpiling toilet paper. So how are you going to have the nerve to say it is well? I'm going to say it like this. You know what? I'm going to say it like this through Jessica, my friend. She is the epitome of this Shulamite woman. Jessica doesn't ask for much at all. I've rarely in the 10 years that we have been sisters, I haven't really ever seen her ask for anything. If you need her, she's there. If there's a position to be filled, she's your girl. If it's a need that she said sees that needs to be filled, she does that too. She works in a school that the children are very, very underprivileged. And she saw a need that they weren't getting enough food at home. And or they wasn't what they was getting at school wasn't enough. So she took it upon herself with her own funds, mind you, she's a wife with four boys raising in age ranging in age from eighteen on down to eight. Seven. Forgive me, one of those. And she still took her money. And went and started getting groceries to have at school for these families to come and pick it up. She, no one really knew what she was doing because that's just how Jessica is. She doesn't search for the limelight. You know, she's not looking for accolades. She's not looking for anything. She's content in her season, just like the Shulamite woman. She has went through a scary season that her husband battled leukemia. And even doing that, she still found that it is well in every situation. And for that, I honor her. Because this year, as we all know, it hasn't been the greatest. It hasn't been the worst. But I also believe that this depends on your perspective. If you have lost a loved one, I am so sorry. And my heart grieves with you. Because it's different to lose someone, you know, that is older. You know, expecting them to pass because of injury or illness. But this pandemic wasn't asked for. It was just introduced. And people, we have lost over 300,000 people in just the United States. It's been one of those years, but I want to encourage you today, like my sister Jessica, when I'm going through life, 
and my kids are out of control and my finances look like they don't meet and things that I wanted to go right turn left. She always finds a way for me to look at it and say it is well. So today I want to invite you to do the same thing. As you prepare for Christmas, even though it may not look the way that you envision it would when this year started, can you find something in your heart to say it is well about? Could it be the home that you have? The presents that you still have to put under a tree, even if the tree doesn't look like it's supposed to this year? The people that you want to be surrounded with you all? I thought about Jesus this week and when he was born. Don't come after me if you don't believe he's born on Christmas because I have my own opinion about that. But one thing I have learned to do is to sometimes keep my opinions to myself and let people enjoy the magic of life. So I'm thinking about him being born. He wasn't born and he, he didn't come in a season that looked right. His parents were engaged. She had never known a man before. It was an immaculate conception that Jesus decided to be born through her. Here they are, nowhere to stay, no place to go, and they are offered a room in an inn. And they wind up being in a stable surrounded by animals, just the two of them giving birth to the savior of our world. And yet, and still, with all the turmoil going around, it proved to be that it is well. So today, my friend, no matter where you are, no matter what it looks like in life, because I have a cloudy picture as I sit here and tell you to be it is well, I have children that are not on the road that I dreamed of on the day that they was born. I don't have the most closest biological family in the whole world. It's things that I have on my heart that I desire to come to pass that has not. But I choose to see the things that have went way beyond my expectation. So who am I to say it is not well? So wherever you are, I pray the peace of God to be upon you. I pray that you do not lose hope in your prayers, in your decisions, or in life. If it doesn't look like it's supposed to be, then I pray that it turns around for you. And no matter where you are, no matter the situation, no matter where you're going through, know that you're not alone. There are many people this season in life trying to figure out which way to go, what to do, trying to find hope in situations that may seem hopeless. But like the Shulamite woman, or should I say, my amazing, beautiful, bratty sister, Jessica, find a place today where you can declare it is well.
I'd like to take this time to thank you for listening to True Truths and Tidbits, Life with Melinda. If you have not already become part of the family, you can do that right now. I invite you to subscribe. Look down on your screen and select subscribe. I'll give you a moment. Perfect. Now you're part of the True Truths family. You'll be one of the first to know when there's a new episode available for your listening pleasure. Also, I would like to invite you to look where you found subscribed and feel free to leave me a message. Who knows? Your voice may be the next one we hear on the next episode of True Truths and Tippets, Life with Melinda. Until we meet again, my friend, I hope that you will continue to strive to live out your true truths. Don't lose hope on your dreams and your aspirations. And if things don't work out the way that you plan for this day, Always remember, there's tomorrow. Until next time, my friend. Goodbye.